0: Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. And man, I wish this didn't have to be the message. I wish that today didn't have to be something needed to be said. I wish it was understood. And hey, that's why we're out here talking about it. Strength ain't daily life. Unless you're some kind of farmer or you're somebody with manual labor And you're truly lifting up some heavy stuff in and out throughout the day. Unless you're working on in some kind of warehouse doing something. Unless you're some kind of... Rigging up some big oil thing or whatever. Unless you're truly using strength to fatigue during the day. Daily life does not count as strength. It just doesn't work that way. And I've seen an epitome of this example very, very recently. I see it over and over. In this case was just stark, though. So I was seeing a former bodybuilder, former female bodybuilder. And she was coming in for shoulder pain. Anyways, she had basically stopped working out for the last five seven years from an old uh, fracture in the upper body a long time ago right no longer hurt anymore no problem but just she stopped exercising and now she stayed quote-unquote active right she had a job where she has to do a lot of different tasks throughout the day she has to move a little bit of weight around things are like 15 20 pounds she's got to set people up for doing different exercises and movement do some education on exercise and stuff Sure, it's all good stuff, right? So in her mind, she was like, hey, I'm still being active. I don't want to do anything strenuous with weights because I've had a previous fracture. Okay, that was many years ago. And now one of the main challenges with this person's shoulder pain that they're having is they can't even successfully, when they're laying down Hold a prone to a mid-trap strength exercise without compensations up the wazoo and barely even being able to hold on then. So they can barely lift their arm up and down. And they're a former bodybuilder. Strength doesn't discriminate. right? Some people might have a little more type 1 fibers, a little type 2 fibers. Some people might be a little more endomorph. Some people might be a little more ectomorph, a little more mesomorph. That's fine. The body is predictable when you give it the right stimulus, which includes the right healthy backdrop garden, if you will, for recovery, for healing. If you have those two things, you have the stimulus and you have proper recovery, the body will respond accordingly a challenge she gave this person for many years created the perfect environment for atrophy they created the perfect environment to get weak so no moving around throughout the day lifting you know 15, 20, 30 pounds around here and there is not going to get you stronger that's like me saying as a physical therapist you know I'll uh I'll move some couple 45 plates around here and there I'll work with some clients I'll pick up a kettlebell time to time I'll, when patients are doing certain exercises I might do a couple lunges or a couple bodyweight squats with them to demonstrate I'm gonna get stronger nope not a chance that's absolutely crazy now if you're extremely deconditioned and barely moving barely do anything Yeah, going up and down a flight of stairs might be a workout level for you at your current capacity at this stage at this time. That should not remain, though, and it's not enough to continue to progress anything close to what looks like an ounce of, what we'd use the word, strength for. Strength at minimum needs to be something that, hey, right, very, very basic guidelines. Hey, I can do this, but I really can't do more than 15 reps. Like after 15, I'm pretty well tapped out. If not, as we all know, way earlier than that. So if you're if you're doing things where it's like, oh yeah, I could do that 25, 30 times in a row and it still might get tired, right? Really, there's not any good evidence that that's gonna help you get stronger. And the strength is important. I mean, from just the whole idea of muscle mass predicting health especially long term as we age. Just having a better vitality overall, having more buffer room. All the things that come along with strength and what it can do. Right? Even these endurance athletes they need a, a substantial baseline of strength to base and scale and rate their endurance off of. That's just how the human performance system of the body works that is that as a prerequisite before you can build up the power and endurance even better. And I'm not saying you've got to make your ultra marathon runner into a linebacker. But if running is a single leg event, they better be able to get some adequate strength in that leg. They better be able to do a series of single leg squats to a mild depth challenge themselves a little bit with that. That way, when they're running, they're running at maybe 30% of their capacity of force, not 70. Those are very different scenarios. Because if you don't have the strength, basically what you're telling an athlete to do, who's an endurance athlete, is you're saying, hey, we're not making you endurance anymore, right? Instead of going at 30% of your fatigue force, or 30% of your capacity, which would be endurance, Saying nah you're weak, man. You're weak, but you want to do this crazy hard thing. We're going to make you train, make you work at 60, 70, 80% of your capacity. We're gonna call it endurance because you're gonna try and do it for a wrong time a long time. But really, we're just honestly setting you up for complete failure. Because it's not physiological. Physiologically I don't to use the word possible because there's so many things that we can challenge idea of what's truly possible or not. But the physiology just doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. So if I'm saying, hey, I'm gonna work at 80% of my capacity, I physically cannot make that an endurance event. I can do an endurance event until I get 80% tired. Sure, that's fine. If I'm working at my capacity for that long, I just can't last. Resilience so that we can get better and stronger at that, sure. Well, that's where the baseline strength comes in. Now I've got somebody else on the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Where they've got pretty gnarly foot fracture, got some ORF going on, um, still in the boot. And part of that early education was saying, hey, what can we do to maximize your health and fitness during this time? Not just for the ankle area, right? the upper body the core of the lower body what can you do to get ready for when you're out of the boot and that recovery process is going to look very different all right it's gonna be a lot smoother every transition It's exactly what we want to happen all right y'all remember strength in daily life the a difference. You don't get stronger just by walking around or just basic movements throughout the day. Not how it works. At all. Not even close. So get out there, move some weight around, do it safe, do it in a good way, do it in a way that makes you feel good. I'm not saying we got to set any records here, but every once in a while you should be doing something that you can only do ten times or less young. Keeps you moving. Doing that in a smart, controlled manner. May just save you a few years here and there. Alright, y'all. Ain't nothing wrong getting strong. Simply. Not easy.